0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
2: special Sunday edition of Finnsider Radio. Welcome in. My name is Jake Mendel. Joining me is Josh Houts. And it is not only a fin Slider, Josh. There is some cheese. There is some onions on top of this one. As we have linebacker Jerome Baker uh, receiving a brand new contract from the Miami Dolphins. We're recording this, what, half an hour or so after it happened, 45 minutes. Uh, so so it's still fresh. Uh, the, the sliders are just coming out. You know, they haven't been sitting in the back and gotten all cold and whatnot. So, Josh, how are you doing today, my friend?
0: I'm doing good, man. I mean, this is the perfect way for us to get together and, you know, talk about the Miami Dolphins. We had a whole thing. We're gonna 10 things going, storylines going to camp, but we had to deter from that. And we're here to talk about Jerome Baker. Nice contract here, man. But it's nice to see the Dolphins finally sign their own players. That's what gets me most excited about this.
2: That's kind of the cool thing about having some stability in your franchise is that you can finally start to re-sign guys because it's, you know, uh, a specific GM's guys. Uh, so, Let's talk about the contract first. I got some uh, fun notes I want to bring up. Uh, but 71% of his contract is guaranteed, Josh. And and let, let me pull this up here. Uh, some of the other linebackers that he is kind of floating around are, you know, Anthony Barr, Levante David, uh, guys like that. I, and then if you look at total value average value per year. Baker's making what about 13 mil, I think a year per so. Uh, So that's going to put him right uh, near Shaq Thompson is one of the top six or seven linebackers. So when you put it into that perspective, obviously things are going to change as the salary cap goes up. And obviously Baker was entering the final year of his contract. So you want to do it now because it's only going to be more expensive next year. So when you hear about the company he's in and you think about the fact that, you know, this guy's going to be in Miami till uh, he's 28 years old now, uh, what are your initial thoughts?
0: You know, I guess my initial thoughts are, you know, this is what we have to expect, you know, as these players get better, you know, as they look for those second deals. I mean, we're just not used to this. I think heading into this new deal, was it Jason Sanders was the only player to, on a second deal with this team. So, um, you know, it's just not something we've seen recently, but it's nice to see because again, you're saying he's getting top 10 linebacker money. Let's be honest. He played like a top 10 linebacker last year. You know, he played much better than, um, I mean, heading into the year, I admitted that he, I thought he was a little bit overrated by this fan base. I think he went out there and, you know, at least shut me up because he looked like the player that we all hyped him up to be. And he, you know, developed that arsenal that he became a pass rusher last year. And it's just, um, you know, Awesome to see, especially when you realize he's 24 years old and just know the best footballs ahead of him. And you know that Brian Flores, you know, one of the best defensive minds in football, you know, had a huge say in this. And it's just awesome because, I mean, just a few days ago he was joking about how they kind of talked about a contract, kind of didn't, talked about how much he would love to stay in Miami, and now this deal's coming through. So um, you love to see it.
2: I, I actually thought that was the funniest thing. There's been like four or five tweets about this now, but I want everyone to check the timestamps. I think I had it first on this. The fact he was saying that the top two stories on Google right now, Josh, are drone Baker is not worried about a new contract, and they're from Friday. So it just kills you. you know, When you Love think it. about the OTAs and when we do these uh, things like 20 storylines, we always got to remember that what these guys say in these interviews is, is stuff we can only take so far. Uh, Last year, he was only one of two linebackers in the NFL uh, to have five, more than five sacks and more than 100 tackles. Barry Jackson was the one to tweet that. Um, He specifically had 112 tackles and seven sacks. That was his second year under Brian Flores. And his first year under Brian Flores wasn't too bad either. He had 126 tackles, one and a half sacks and an interception. Obviously, the defense got better in 2020. And as a result, he did, too. He was able to make more of those uh, big time plays, you know, talking about those sacks. Uh, His big game was against the Patriots in week one where he had 12 solo tackles, but he had at least eight combined tackles in in seven different games. And Josh, I think it's worth noting here. um, When you look at Baker and you watch plays he's involved in, and if it's not a sack, if it's him making some of those tackles, uh, some people might be a little concerned because it's always, they they get the feeling, oh, he has to chase down a running back. He has to do this. You know, he's the guy. uh, Why can't he be there and deflect the ball or something? But, that's kind of his role as that linebacker in the middle of the field, right. Is to be able to react to a play and prevent it from becoming a big play. His job is to kind of keep plays from going from that four to six yard range till one broken tackle makes it, you know, 45 yards to the house.
0: Yeah, man, he's relentless as hell. And I mean, you can look at that sack that he had on Patrick Mahomes, that 20 yard sack. I mean, <laughs> you love seeing that highlight go out there, but I mean, he was relentless, you know, and you see that every play he goes out there day in and day out and he gives it his all. And you know, I think I was a little critical of how he was as a, in pass coverage, but I think even last year, you know, he took a step in the right direction there. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, there's just not much to dislike about this. I guess the biggest concern I have is where do you go from here? Because, you know, we talked about in the last podcast, Xavier Howard probably won his new deal. Emmanuel Agba wants a new deal. You know, they've got to lock up Andrew Van Ginkle. I mean, uh, you know, where do they value him compared to Jerome Baker? I mean, you just don't know if they're going to have enough money to get everybody locked up long term like they did
2: with Jerome Baker. You know, that is in our job, so I think that's kind of the big thing here. That That's not our problem to have. But, I mean, it's, it's, it is a good problem to have, too, and we're going to start to see it more as we get more of these Brian Flores drafts. And I, I do want to talk about who's going to be picked next, but, Josh, there's something I want to ask you, all right? I, I, we're going to play a little game. It's called Tell Me What's Different. I'm going to tell you the 2017 Miami Dolphins draft class, and I'm going to tell you the 2018 Miami Dolphins draft class. And I want to tell you what is the biggest reason they're so different. All right, so we, in 2017, first round, Charles Harris, Raekwon McMillan, uh, Tankersley in the third, then Isaac Asiata in the fifth, Devon Godshaw, uh, Vincent Taylor in the sixth, and Isaiah Ford in the seventh. Er, in the seventh. So your, your boy, uh, Isaiah Ford, he wraps up that 2017 draft. Then we transition to the 2018 I threw up draft in this. my mouth.
0: I, I threw up <laughs> in my mouth when you read off those names. And I'm a huge Raekwon McMillan fan.
2: And so then you go to the 2018 class. And Adam Gates was the head coach for both of these years. Uh, it started with Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, then it goes on to Mike Kosicki, Jerome Baker, Durham Smythe, K- Kalen Balaj, Cornell Armstrong, uh, Quentin Poling, and and Jason Sanders. They're hiding in the seventh round. And, and of course, Kalen Balazs, That that's a, the 131st overall pick in the draft. So, I mean, we can't kill someone for taking a running back that doesn't work out in the fourth round. But what, Josh, is the biggest difference between 2017 and 2018? All right, I'm not looking it up, but I think, is it
0: going to be Chris Greer? Is that going to be the answer here? Did he take over? Was that...
2: Chris Kunitz Ge- was, that- was the GM both years, but there was somebody who left the building after twenty seventeen that was, was not there in twenty eighteen.
0: Was it Tannenbaum? Tannenbaum. It was one hundred percent my Yeah. Okay. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. But I wasn't sure if that was the right year. So that, it all makes sense. But. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to be ready to give Chris Greer a new contract just based off of you saying that right there.
2: <laughs> so, and, and that's kind of the, the big thing I'm, I'm like starting to realize here and the Jerome Baker contracts, what, what's pointing at is is the fact that these guys from 2018 are ready for the next contract, whether it's Kosicki, uh, uh, whether it's, you know, like Good we just point. said, Baker. If Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, if that worked out, he'd be looking at a second contract, you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, so, you, it's just kind of impressive to sit there and, and think about the fact that Brian Flores and Chris Greer are entering their third year together and that's when everything's really supposed to start to come together and even before this year it was the wait and see approach so let's play the results but Chris Greer we have that extra year of wow that draft was actually pretty good be- before Brian Flores even got there to show that he's a guy who can um, consistently hit on draft picks because I think we could we're not going to go through it that's not the point but 2019 uh even this draft and hope I mean Hopefully the 2020 draft works out okay when it's all said and done, but Greer's cr- track record is starting to look pretty good.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I know that I we joke that I'm your father and I might be your biggest fan, but I mean, you need to write an article about that because that's not even <laughs> something I really kind of, I mean, if you didn't bring that up, I mean, who really correlates those things together? I mean, people might not be seeing, you know, right there was that, you know, hitting the wall, you know, that change almost, and, and you're seeing it. And, You just, again, you love to see Jerome Baker get that next deal. I don't know if we talked about how many games he started. I have it written down, 37 to 48 games. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he started to progress into that, you know, every down player. And I think that that is probably, you know, it's hard to say that's what the vision is for the Dolphins because we know how many different bodies and how they love the plug and play. But I think if there's anyone on this defense who we can sit here and say for sure, Jerome Baker is going to have a monster year this year because he's going to have all the chance to go out there and, you know, make the plays that he's made in the past.
2: Yeah, I think at the end of the day, um, it's a big contract for a big-time player entering the pri- his prime. He's 24 years old, so congrats to him. Uh, Josh, let's take a quick break. And on the other side, let's talk a little bit of uh, Xavier Howard, the worst-kept-secret in the NFL, and a, a little Big Bob Hunt talk, so stay tuned.
1: This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay.
2: Hello, I'm
0: Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight, we'll break down... Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void or prohibitive. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Yeah, Jake, and we talked about Xavier and Howard getting a new contract, and Jeremy Fowler of ESPN had this quote going around. He said it's the worst kept secret in the league that Xavier Howard is not happy with his contract. We know that pro football network also released an article. I believe it was around midnight, you know, stating that if he doesn't show up, I mean, obviously if he doesn't show up, he's going to be upset about his contract and want a new deal. But I mean, it's all going to come to fruition over these next few weeks. And um, to, to say that Xavier Howard obviously wants a new deal. I mean, we just saw drone Baker get a new contract. Can he be happy about that? Probably not.
2: I, I think, I think Xavier's someone who uh, he's going to be happy with Baker. I think he's going to kind of play his game and and not worry about it. That came out
0: wrong. That definitely (laughs) came out wrong.
2: Uh, But, but the thing I think is so interesting here and I'm not trying to say uh, Simpsons did it, but we did our first 10 headlines. And then two days later, we were sharing stories in our, in the DMS on Twitter about, Three of our different headlines, four different beat writers had stories about him. Um, so it's kind of cool to see we were hitting the nail on the head. And the first thing we talked about is Xavier Howard not going to be happy with his contract. And it just seems like they hit that time of the year. And it's the last part of the 2020 season, technically. We're still in that, quote-unquote, phase three. So this is the last chance to really iron things out before you turn the page and that's why I think it was such a great idea for us to uh go through those headlines because all these things are going to come apparent pretty soon and and just to kind of wrap that up Josh we we have 10 more coming so stay tuned for that if you did not get the first 10 go check them because obviously they're already talking points
0: yeah like I said I think we had some of them written down and we've already went over the Jerome Baker one but Jake I have to ask you before you know we move on is Xavier Howard getting that contract extension I mean that's the million dollar question is he getting that that contract
2: I don't even know if we, we don't th- know if he's going to show up. I mean, uh, I, Jerry. do, do Collins- we know
0: where the money, do we know where the money's coming from? Like, weren't we just talking about how we came to sign our draft class and now we're giving like drone Baker contracts and we just exactly. like,
2: I wonder if the second we finish this podcast, we're going to, you're going to edit it. You're going to post it. And all of a sudden dolphins cut X, Y, and Z in order to pay Grant, Joe Grant's getting cut. It's <laughs> happening. Today's the day. There's your, that's your crystal ball thought. No, but it, that's a great point too, Josh. So you have to wonder if you're going to give Baker that extension, how are you going to have more money to give Howard an extension? And I think it's one thing to say that Howard is not happy with this contract. But he's done everything right so far. He's never done anything to show that he wouldn't be with the team. So I, I do wonder if there's maybe conversations behind the scenes of, of one more year, and then we'll re-up you again and make you the highest paid cornerback, which he should be. I think he most certainly deserves that. Uh, but it, it is a that's the question of the uh, rest of the offseason before training camp begins, Josh. And that's where that money is going to come from, if they're even going to give Howard an extension. We still don't know if he's going to show up or not. I think that's kind of the big thing here is uh, everyone's kind of instantly going to the doom and gloom of it, but Howard's track record is pretty clean in, in terms of football activities.
0: You're right, and I hope he shows up. I don't know if you saw on Instagram he had to throw out. I hope he shows up with this throw <laughs> with a big smile on his face. Um, damn it, what was I going to Oh, and and Jake, I think you know some of that money. It, you know, again, we're not capologists; we don't know the inner workings of it. But twenty-eight point four million of this new thirty-nine million dollars was guaranteed, so I think that you know that comes off a little bit different off the books. So we'll see how it all fits together. But the Dolphins have a lot of young players like Jerome Baker's that they do need to lock up
2: sooner than later. Shout out Chris Greer for uh, drafting those players, and uh, yes. not anybody else with the those who should not be named. Uh, but to wrap up here, Josh, one of the headlines we did talk about in the first section. Um, if you listen to this on the website, uh, the Finsider, I'm going to link back to uh, that podcast too, just because again these headlines are starting to pop up. Uh, Robert Hunt, uh, late or middle of last week or so, was talking about how he's open to playing anywhere on the offensive line that he. Uh, Basically, uh, wherever Brian Flores wants him, he, he's really willing to do everything. He's willing to train in every position, and he's even labeled as a guard and tackle on the roster. So I wrote a story about that, uh, that, hey, maybe he's going to be the starting tackle. He was a pretty good tackle last year, or maybe they'll kick him inside to be guard. And based on that, Josh, uh, all the responses I got, it's everything kind of seems like it's a no-brainer that he's going to be a guard, despite how good he was as a tackle uh, in his rookie year.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, as, as a foregone conclusion, as it may seem, I think a lot of people are forgetting this is a Brian Flores team. You know, this is the cream rises to the top and competition ultimately outweighs things. So yeah, we'll see a big Bob Hunt takes over that guard spot, but, um, you know, as it seems now, he's pretty much, you know, penciled in there yeah, as it seems.
2: I know I, that's the one thing I think, uh, all dolphin fans are uniting for and that's that Robert Hunt is going to be the starting guard. I'm interested to see if that's kind of how it goes, uh, but, Josh, that's all the news we have today here on Fin Slider Radio. Thank you guys for joining us for this Finn Slider. If you want to know the second a new show is coming, as you see, if there's news happening, we're going to try to record shortly after so these sliders don't go cold and we got to throw them away. Um, hit that subscribe button. That stuff helps us out so, so much. Uh, It helps other people find the show. And if you have a minute and you want to give us that little confidence boost, put that pep in our step. Uh, It's Sunday. Tomorrow's going to be Monday. You want to make us have a good week? You want to start our week on the right foot? Give us a little review. That stuff helps us out too so, so much. So thank you for that. Josh, I mean, we're going to kind of be seeing a lot of news like this for the coming months as we enter training camp uh josh is always retweeting stuff so be sure to follow him at houtz and if he's not retweeting he's simply just tweeting and stick around for that i can be found on twitter at J mendel 94 and and josh i mean the puzzle's coming together in the third year of the miami dolphins but but there are certainly still some questions uh, left on the table
0: there certainly are jake and before we get off the air i do have to give a shout out to one of our listeners He Messaged me from Switzerland. He said, hi, Josh, I'm listening to the Finsider Podcast. Always love the work. Thank you so much. So, again, if you like what you're listening to, please rate, please subscribe, and leave us that five-star review for the Finsider Radio Podcast, The Jake and Josh Show. I'm Josh Houts. That is the greatest co-host in the world, Jake Mendel.
1: we uh-huh. We're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami